Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, and welcome to another edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. I am your host, Kim Martin Raymond. I'm a minister, spiritual life coach, author, and founder of Redefining You LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. And welcome to the show. If you are a new listener to the How Now podcast, welcome. Welcome to my tribe. We're glad you're here please go over to my website at www.hownowpodcast.com. Make sure that you click on your favorite podcast platform and you subscribe, follow, like, and share. And you can also click on the banner and you will see the How Now YouTube channel where you can watch the shows, see the current shows, and also watch a lot of my shows in replay. And also you can click on and find out about my wellness journey as well. So again, that is www.hownowpodcast.com so that you are aware of what's going on in the now. So We are back with another show. We've been spending this season two talking about wellness journeys and talking about, you know, the importance of aligning ourselves, mind, body, and spirit. And one thing that's important when we're talking about that is relationships. And there are relationships that occur on several levels. We have relationships that can be toxic that we're trying to, you know, remove from our lives. We have those people that are going to be significant and be in our inner circle that are going to be a part of of our tribe and that are going to be there to encourage, to empower, and and to enlighten us. And then there are going to be those relationships that are going to be on an intimate level that are going to be those people who are going to be our soulmates and who can potentially be our spouses. And so, you know, with that, we're going to uh, talk a little bit more about marriage and talk a little bit more about those uh, close and intimate relationships with my guest. And as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to have my guest to introduce himself at this time. Hello, hello, hello. This is Ed Johnson, aka Dr. Love. That's Dr. The Real Deal Love because I give women the real deal. Don't you think it's time? It's time. <laughs> it is time. Thank you so much for being with us this evening. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come and to talk about the real deal on building relationships. Okay, but before we get started, I always ask, what were you doing prior to the pandemic? Hmm, what was I doing prior? I was doing the same thing prior to the pandemic during the pandemic and after the pandemic, because I am of the mindset, 90% of life is not what happens to you, it's how you to respond to what's happening. Right, right. You know, so I was doing the same thing, uh, empowering empowering women, I rescue men by empowering women. I was doing that same thing uh, before the pandemic. The pandemic hit, uh, I started realizing, hey, and I was already learning social media and getting involved in social mm-hmm. media. Now everything became virtual. Everything became virtual. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
it's like you, you you had to go to the supermarket virtually you know right <laughs> everything so everything was virtual you know what i'm saying so we adapt and we overcame so mm -hmm. here we are you know after the pandemic still standing strong still alive still making things happen in the mm -hmm. real world so i'm excited to be on the other side yes yes and i mean i know that there are still things that are going on that there are are, are still uh, you know, aspects of, of the, the pandemic that are still, you know, plaguing us as we're, you know, continuing to pivot. And I think that's something that, that a lot of people have seen. I think that a lot of people have had to sit with themselves and, and have had to, to make some, you know, changes in their lives. And, and a lot of people's relationships were, you know, affected by this pandemic as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, with, with changes and with, with sitting with yourself and, and, and realizing some things about yourself. Some people saw some changes in, in their personality. They saw some changing changes in their existing uh, relationships and also saw some changes in, in, you know, in, in what they wanted to see in their relationships moving forward. So as, mm -hmm. as you were, you know, as people were going through this pandemic, did you see a surge? In, in the number of people that you were, uh, you know, that were reaching out to you and, and were they making changes in, in some of the things that they were looking for? Well, you know, you know what you said was really spot on because um, the, the, the pandemic, when you couldn't go out, you couldn't socialize, you had to sit with yourself and you had to sit with your significant other or you had to sit with the children. So having said that, uh, certain aspects of your relationship was tested. There were, there, yes. there were tests that were given, you know what I'm saying? How sound is the relationship? How committed is the relationship? How compatible have we become in the relationship? Okay, because it's all about, in a relationship, it's all about growing. If you're not growing and moving forward, you're moving backward. There is no such thing as standing still, okay? So when it comes down to the relationship, uh, people were reaching out because there it was really a test and more people realized that there was a need for a third party to come in and sort of start uh, mitigating some of the challenges, some of the arguments, some of the things that arose out of being together 24 hours a day, every day. Right, right. So the the types of, of, of uh, support that you give, are they just are they for both existing relationships and also, you know, relationships that people are looking to pursue? Well, uh, you know, my theory is uh, I deal with relationships and you, you said it. Uh, life is all about relationships. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Life is all about relationships. And the number one and the foundational ingredient in all relationships is trust. Mm. That's the foundation ingredient. Yes. Can I trust you? Can I trust you to do? Can I trust you to be? Can I trust you to have my back? See, it's trust, okay? And I work with singles. I work with married couple. Uh, I've been married several years, over 40 years. Wow. And I've seen, I've seen a lot. I've been through a lot. I've learned a lot. Yes. And the best way to prevent divorce is before marriage. Right. Right. So if we can work with, and my goal is to work with couples before they say I do. Yes. Because once you say I do, 
you're really not supposed to say I can't. Why? I won't. <laughs> Why? Okay. So it, it's so important to get to to get on that side. You know, I have this thing that I, I did with my brothers because you know, when, you know, I got married first, and then my brother uh, under me got married. And before their weddings, I always go into the room and I say, "Listen, I mean, today is your wedding day. Look, everybody's here, but it's not too late." Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not too late. I, I know it'll look bad. I know we got all the food down there. The caterers are here. She dressed, you dress. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everything is ready. But you, you, am I right about that, Miss Kim? It's oh, not absolutely. too late. It's never too late. It's never too late. You know, we see people, you know, some people make a joke of it, runaway brides and or grooms that yes. just walk around and they're just like, no, 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 no. And then they back up and they run. But it, it, it was better for them to have done it before then they have waited then they have you waited understand? and now and now you feel as though you're stuck or you feel as though you have you're obligated because you put money down but how many times have we spent money on something and then realize uh we didn't really want it how many women okay my son well i'm mm, i don't know if i'm gonna claim it but there are people who have clothes in their closets men and women that still have the tags on them because you didn't even commit to wearing it but you bought yeah. it and now you, you feel it. like oh, I'm stuck with it. And then eventually you give it away or it just sits in the back of your closet till you don't have any more space for anything else. You know, but we can't do that with people. That's right. <laughs> we can't That's do exactly that with people. Right. So so it's just like it's it, it, like you said, it's it's trust. It's investing in that relationship. So I'm, I'm definitely with you on that, that if you get up there and you just realize, mm, you know, my spidey senses are tingling. Something's not right. It's best to step back and reassess then then to feel pressured to go through it and how many people do that unfortunately that, a lot that that is that is so true and that and that's the option that you know just in our listeners today who's who, who will tune in you know like you said it's not too late because you know that day and you know and i smile about it but i say listen i i'll go down and tell him listen he not sure y'all go ahead and eat you know what i'm saying enjoy yourself <laughs> you know what i'm saying he just ain't sure. And he I'll let you know. Let's just dance. You, you know what I'm saying? It's just there. I'll let you know when he let me know. But y'all right. eat and have a good time. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Until then, because right. here's the thing. And here's what I tell anyone that I'm anyone that I, I coach, anyone that I consult before they're married. I say to all the people that are getting married, I said, what you're saying is out of all the women in the world. You haven't even met them. Out of all the women in the world, I choose you. Out of all the men in the world, the ones I met, the ones I haven't met, the ones I've seen, the ones I will come to see, I mean, as gorgeous as they will become with all the money they will have, out of all the men in the world, I'm choosing you. Yes. For better, for worse. For richer and poor, for in sickness and in health, no matter what, I'm signing on for you. That's a huge commitment. It is. It is. And it's not to be taken lightly. Right. Right. And it's not so something that's to be pressurized, like you said. And it's you know, no, no pressure. You know what I'm saying? You have to feel good about it. You have to be in peace about it. And that's why relationships take the term that they take because there's the there's a spiritual component in relationships mm -hmm. that we oftentimes overlook and that we're not aware of.
and, and that and that component is the driving force because it's not about it's not about us physically all the time because there will be times when you will get tired there will be times when you feel like giving up uh, someone said is a relationship 50 50 a relationship is not 50 50 mm -hmm. it's not equal all the time sometime you know my wife took ill one time and that uh, she was not able to do what she needed to do i had to care for my wife i had to bathe my wife i had to cook for my wife so it becomes 50 50 sometimes it's 90 10 sometimes you're carrying it all sometimes it's 70 30 whatever it takes see commitment commitment is i'm willing to do whatever it takes right whatever you need right i'm here see that's the commitment that's what you were talking about when you said i'm investing yes in this relationship i'm committed to this relationship and that's that's the foundation that's what we need in our in in, in the world today is we need good solid relationships right right and i think what we're seeing more is is, is agreements or 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 we're seeing people who are just you know saying well you know they're conditional that's a better word well, i'm seeing a, a lot a of word. conditional relationships that people are choosing to be in i think i'll just hang with this person because you know together you know with that that person's check and my check i think that we can you know build and we can <laughs> so it almost becomes like a business agreement as opposed to a, as opposed to a committed relationship it's conditional and as soon as something changes then it's like oh no that's not what i signed up for so i'm out mm -hmm. it's you know yeah everything is everything is all right till it's not everything is mm. okay until it, it doesn't go my way then i'm like eh, okay not so much i'm gonna go ahead and ride out that, that 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 whole commitment piece that you're talking about that whole part part where sometimes you have to carry the the, the relationship you know because that person may fall ill or something like that it becomes conditional everything is all right until yeah. you can you know as long as you can keep up with your with what i think you should be doing meeting my expectations it's okay but if not eh, it's a no deal it's a deal breaker yes and, and and it's kind of difficult to do during the relationship that's something that you should have thought about prior like you said prior absolutely and that's such a good word uh, that that you talked about was conditional because on the other side of conditional love is unconditional love that's right you know what i'm saying so that is such a that that, that is such a a, a balance there uh, someone came to me you know just speaking to what you just shared uh, someone came to me and said uh, I'm seeing this individual and uh, I like him. And, you know, we've been seeing each other for a while, but he's about, you know I mean? He's over here paying rent. I'm over here paying rent. And it seems like if we pay one, one rent, we could save some money. You know, you were, you were just talking about that. Right. You know, we, we can make more headway rather than being at two separate places. And, you know, you have to have, and that's what Dr. Love is. I, I'm the voice of reason. I'm a yeah. trusted voice of reason. Okay. As good as things may sound, nothing as as good as it seems. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nothing is as good as it seems. All right. So 
I said, as much as you would think there's something to be said about saving money or combining our resource if you haven't made the commitment to each other in marriage. Mm -hmm. See, I'm, 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 a, I'm an advocate for that. Yes. Okay. Uh, my godmother said this because my background is cosmetology and I did hair for over 30 years. So oh, wow. we, we, talk, we talked about everything in the salon, you know? Yes. And uh, my godmother would say to me, uh, we, we'd be talking about relationships. And then, you know, we called it back in the day, it was called shacking up. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, shacking up, you know, when you come together, you're not married, but you're yeah. living together. Right. And, and yeah. my godmother, I mean, she was just well-spoken. She just, she just said, she'd be, mother, she'd be like, she said, Ed, Ed, here's what she said. Any man that lives with a woman and they're not married, he is taking advantage of her. Mm. And that was just, that was just Verma's right. position. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, when you think about that, you start to say in a relationship, where is the unconditional love? Right. The unconditional commitment. See, see, there, there are conditions and then sometimes conditions fall apart. Where right. That's what you talked about, unconditional love. See, that's, that's the kind of that we kind of like talk about where in relationship, in spite of, of what you didn't do, or in spite of what's missing, or in spite of I felt slighted, I'm still pursuing to understand what it is that you meant or what it is that you're trying to do. Right. See, right. That is that is so that is so important to kind of like get your feelings hurt and still pick up the pieces and say, what did you mean by that? Right. Okay. And that's one of the things that's one of the things that I'm finding. Uh, one of my mentors who uh, has gone on uh, from this side of the earth, he was being interviewed, I think it was about three months ago, and I heard the interview, and they was asking him, they said, well, what, is, what do you need to work on? What are your, what are your areas of weakness? And what do, you, you know, what do you do? And then he put him right on the spot. He said, what do you do when you get angry? Mm. And I just remember, I just remembered so clearly I mean, he spit it out like that. He said, I don't get angry. I said, whoa. He said, I don't get angry. He said, it's a waste of energy. Mm. Shortcomings on your part, faults that you may have, things that you don't understand. Why would I get angry at you when I can just begin to understand there's some things that you may not see Why? just yet? Right. And I thought that was so important because if I if okay. I line it up with the Bible, there's a portion of scripture where uh, Jesus even said, he said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Mm. I mean, yes, they do. I mean, they're ridiculing you. OK, uh, they're making fun of you. Right. You know what I'm saying? They are making light of your position. And he says forgiveness, even in the midst right. of being persecuted. Right. Needless to say, I said, that's something that I'm going to put. And I did it. March the 1st was the day I wrote a letter to myself that said, I am no longer getting angry. Yeah. 
Okay. Someone asked me, well, how are you doing? Well, believe me, I had the opportunity. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. I've had, I've had several opportunities <laughs> to get angry and to move into anger, but it's really a waste of energy. It is. So for, so that space has helped me and has empowered me so is because it allows me to receive what people may come at me and attack me with and mm. look at it from another perspective. Yes. Yes. And that's powerful. That's powerful when you can get to a place where you can do that. And, you know, I've not been fully delivered. I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. Hey, hey, but, a work but in that's progress. A, that's a good thing. You know, I, I am not a person who gets angry very often at all. You know, most of the time I get quiet because I sit there and the wheels start turning. I'm like, okay, let mm -hmm. me think about what just happened. Let me think about what I know about this person and their background. And maybe there's something that can make me understand why they reacted the way they did. Mm -hmm. And so, so for me, I, you know, I, it becomes methodical for me to just say, okay, let, let me think about, let me, you know, and that, and that comes again, like you said, with relationships, what do I know about this person? And if I mm -hmm. know this person well enough, just like, you know, your dear friends, you know, if they say something, you go, they didn't mean nothing by that. Cause I've known this person since I was, since we were knee high to a grasshopper, you know, so <laughs> I've known them and, and we know this and that and third about it. So, so, you know, but that's because we've taken the time to know them. We, we have a history with that yes. person. And, and yes. what are we doing in the relationship that we're having to get to know the people? And that's, again, when you're talking about unconditional love and when you're talking about investing in someone, you're, you're taking the time to get to know them as a person, oh, to know yes. their history. You're not just sitting there running your mouth the whole time and you're not knowing anything about them. You know, you hear people who say, oh, you know, I've been in a relationship. Well, what's her last name? Uh... You don't know her what's last her, what's name. What's her middle name? <laughs> you don't know her middle name. You know, my my husband is good. Bless his heart. Shout out to my husband, Gerard. Love you, darling. And, you know, he'll sit there and say, oh, yeah, you know, I just learned her name yesterday. I said, really? You know, <laughs> he always jokes about that. But he's like, you know, I don't even know her government name. Yeah. Do you even have you taken the time to get to know the person before mm. you're passing judgment and casting stones at that person? What do you know about them? What have you taken the time to, to find out about them in their background that may give you an inkling or give you some type of insight as to why that person may act the way they do? Mm -hmm. You do that all the time. That's something that, you know, and I guess as a coach and, 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 and you know, as a person who just studies people, you know, we take the mm -hmm. time to do that. But it's critical when we talk about relationships, right? That is that is, that is so key. And it came to me while, while you were sharing that when it comes down to relationships and you, I mean, those are, those are the words that I oftentimes use to take the time to get to know me, yeah. okay? And in relationships, I was talking with a young lady and I said the, the number one relationship in the world is man and woman. Every, rela every relationship stems from that cousins, nieces, nephews, aunts, grandma, uncle, you know, when a man and woman come together, all of those roles are produced. Somebody's got a cousin, somebody got a sister, somebody got an uncle. You, you, you with me? Yes. That's the number one relationship, okay? Then I share on the other side of that, the most important relationship 
is your relationship with yourself. Yeah. Okay. So now remember, we got the number one relationship. And then we have the most important relationship. Because the most important relationship is what you take into the number one relationship. Right. And if it's a lot of baggage, if it's a lot of, if it's a lot of, a, a whole lot of who struck John, then those right. are the things that you take into that relationship. Right. And, and, and when you said, have you taken the time to get to know me? Let's take it to the first step. Have you taken the time to get to know yourself? Know thyself. Know thyself. You know what I'm saying? Do you know who you are? Have you become a student of yourself? Okay. Because that's one of the things that I teach on because, you know, I read a book years ago uh, by Stephen Covey that talks about uh, the, high, the, the seven habits of highly effective people. Yes. And Stephen Covey taught a lot about paradigm, which uh, if you don't really understand paradigm, it can be very confusing uh, when you when when you listen to different definitions, and I think uh, I have a, a simple definition that will help so many people when it comes down to paradigm. What is a paradigm? A paradigm is simply a mental program mm -hmm. that has almost exclusive control over your habitual behavior. It's a mental program. Okay, so when I look at you, when you look at me, Miss Kim, uh, when I look at you, I'm probably seeing some of your mother in you. Absolutely. Okay. You can't help it. Okay. It, it was given to you without your choice. You had no say so. Okay. <laughs> the same thing with some of your habits, some of your behaviors, some of you, some of your demeanor, some of those things, some of those things are passed down to you generationally. Yes. Okay. It's in your paradigm. You had no say so over it. Okay. Right. See, so that's why it's a mental program. So you've got to become a student of what was handed down to you, what was programmed into you to begin to know your faults, your strengths, your shortcomings, the areas that you need to work and develop. Because I always say a better me yes. makes a better you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And just like you said, yes, you you are a product of your of your uh, upbringing of your parents. And you know, I I happen to look exactly like my dad. Uh, if you see my daddy with hair, okay, I look okay. exactly like my dad. People look at me and they go, "Woo wee!" I'm starting to look a little bit more like my mom as I'm getting older. But me and my dad are twinning hard, and so okay. <laughs> yeah, and just like you said, and they've been married actually this month on the 19th. They will be married 55 years. They have been Whoa. together since my mom was 14. So they've been they've been together longer than they've been married. But they have been married this this month. The 19th will be 55 years. And so I have watched them grow and develop and love on each other. My dad, you know, says that my mom is his girl, you know, and 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 he loves her more than anything. And they've they've been through so much. And we've we've been there to to witness it all. My my siblings and I. And I mean it's a blessing to be able to see that, you know, but at the same time, just like you said, it, it's about, about developing and honing who you are, because at the same time, you know, even though I look like my daddy, I'm not my dad. Even though I look like my mom, I'm Very not good. my Very mom because what happens, is, you know, and, and you know, I I'm, I'm all about transparency. My husband who I am with now, this is, that is my fourth 
marriage. Okay. My fourth. Okay. However, you know, I've had a wonderful example of what a relationship looks like, but I am not my parents. The person that I chose to be with, it was not my dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, 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 and never could be or would be, you know, but, but it was a matter of saying, saying, you know, like I said, in all transparency, did I know who I was when I got into these relationships that I was mm-hmm. in? Mm-hmm. And there were some things I did. And I think that because I didn't carry anger or harbor hate in my heart, I was able to, to go into the next relationship without carrying the baggage from the previous relationship. I didn't mm-hmm. go in making comparisons. I didn't go in saying it. each really each relationship was re- was uniquely different. Okay. Each one was uniquely different. And there were some things that I needed to do. I didn't go out of the relationship saying, look what he did or what did he do wrong? I looked at myself and said, okay, what could I do better moving forward? Moving forward. You know, that's a great line. That's a great line. Yeah. So, I mean, there there are a lot of things that happen, but, but we, we all should be in a space to be able to forgive ourselves and to know ourselves and to love ourselves so that we are in a position to be able to love others. But just like you said, it starts with mm-hmm. me. And each time I assess myself, because that's what I have control over. I have control over me. And mm-hmm. so, so those, those are some things that I had to do. But like I said, I had a wonderful example, you know, and the combination of my parents and their personalities and, and, and you know, how they how they, you know, vibe with one another has kept them married happily for 55 years. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't experience that, but that's what sometimes we do. Well, you know, my parents have been married and, and I'm a failure because they did this and I didn't, but we're not them. We're, mm-hmm. we're each uniquely, beautifully and wonderfully made. And, and, and just like you said, that most important relationship is the relationship with ourselves. So I had to take some time and, 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 and learn to love who I was so that I could be in a position to be open, to be loved by others. So, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that is, that, that is so good. And, and like you said, transparency is really uh, just a great form yeah. of connecting with people because oftentimes, uh, you know, they say fake it until you make it. <laughs> I don't believe in that. You know what I'm saying? Let you know, let's let's get out there and begin to uh, share with people what's really going on the ups and the downs because in relationships you know what i'm saying there you know there are ups and downs there's times in you know uh in in my relationship with my wife there's times when it was like uh, i don't know if i married the right gal i'm quite sure she said i don't know if i married the right guy those are the downs you know what i'm saying and then you have the ups where it's like boy she's the best thing going he's the best thing going and see those are the things that you want to begin when it comes down to relationships. Uh, you want to always put at the front, at the foremost and the front wow. is where do you stand and what you bring to the relationship? What am I bringing? Right. You, okay. Because yeah. if you're looking for someone else to fulfill you or someone to bridge the gap for you, if you, you know, if you're, if you're, void of the 
experience that you need to have with yourself, if you're not whole in your emotions, if you're fragmented in some of your past experiences, then like you said, you bring those into the next relationship. Right. right. Okay. See, every everyone doesn't take the time to heal. Right. And then move into the next relationship. Right. And that and that's one of the things that uh, when I began uh, my quest with relationships, it started with my daughters because I realized, you know, just working with my daughters, I have five children, uh, three girls and two boys. I was working with, uh, you know, the boys that I work with the girls, but, you know, working with the girls, it's, it's different for dad mm -hmm. because, you know, uh, the job and the role of a father is to develop his daughters and to empower them to be stronger and smarter than he is. See, see that's, that's the father's job. See, because when it comes down to children, inside of me is mother and father. See, I, I have just as much male testosterone as I have in me female estrogen, okay? So every man needs to be balanced off with the softer side of his mother. And every woman needs to develop with the dominant side of her father. Mm -hmm. So she's not just a pushover. Right. Okay. That he's not so domineering that he doesn't have the softest side to be intuitive, sensitive. Okay. And percept perceiving, you know what I'm saying? See, see the perception. Right. See, there, there are certain times in a relationship where you don't really have to tell me what's going on. I can read you. Right. And see that you need a moment. Or I can look at you and read and see that you're hurting. Yes. You see. See, see, those are the developing aspects. Those are the higher, you know, those are the higher faculties. And though, you know, when it comes down to relationships, just real briefly, you know, you have your five senses, which hear, taste, smell, see, touch, you know, the five senses. But then you have the higher faculties, which is the will, reason, perception, intuitiveness. Yes. You know what I'm saying? See, the higher faculties. So, so in other words, the higher faculties are the spiritual aspects. See, those are things that you just can't, you know, you just can't come in and see. Right. The perception, you, you understand? See, that, that's something that has to be developed. Yes. Okay. Intuitive, you know what I'm saying? There, there's, there, there's, there, there's things, and I used to sing this song to, you know, uh, to my clients. This is where it really began for me, doing women's hair. You know, when you stand and do a woman's hair, you're shampooing it, you're curling it, you're blow styling it, and you're creating styles for her. I mean, it's just a certain level of comfort. Yes. That she arrives at, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And you know, I, I'd be I'd be styling a woman's hair, I'd be blow drying it, you know what I'm saying? And and, and she would she would sit in the chair sometimes, she'd look at me, she said, I I don't know why I'm telling you, you know, she looked back right. at me like right. I don't know why I'm telling you all this. Right. You know right. what's going on? She said, something's happening here. I'm telling you stuff that, you know, I don't know why I'm telling you. You said trust. 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 You see, see, I, you know, it's it, you know, and that's what women, that's what women were saying to me. 
if I can trust you with my hair, if I can trust you to, to take care of my hair, that's mm. a woman's hair is her glory. Okay. <laughs> yes. you, you see, uh, you know, a woman's hair is her glory. And if she, if she can trust me with her hair, right. what she's saying is, I feel like I can trust you with some other things. Right. Right. You see. Right. And I said all that to say this. I had a song and I still sing it sometimes, but I would sing this song to my clients after about six or seven visits. I had a song I would sing. It, it was getting to know you, getting to know all about you. That's right. When I'm with you, getting to know what to say. You see, <laughs> see I love getting it. to know you. Yes. I, I'm taking the time to get to know you. Yes. Those, those little intimate things that that, you know, when my wife asked for a cup of ice, for some reason, this is her own little personal reason. If my wife said, honey, can you get me a cup of ice? Before you give her the ice, she likes it to be rinsed off first. Okay. She doesn't like it straight out the bag. Okay. She doesn't like it straight out the freezer, okay? When you give her a cup of ice and you fill it all up with ice, she likes you to take it to the sink and rinse it off. Okay. Dump all the water off of it. Now, now she's ready. Now wow. you can hand me the ice. <laughs> <laughs> but you know you that see? about right. Do right. You, you see? Yes. See, see, I, I know that about her. Right. Because she's important enough to me. She's important enough to me. People have to, to study her yes. and to know what she likes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. See, so I'm not guessing. Right. I'm not trying to figure it out. I studied the girl. I know I know what she like. I tease okay. my husband all the time. I tell him, I said, you know, I got 13 years experience with you, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? So so I know I know a little something about you, you know. And just like you said, you be you study that person. If that's the person who you're choosing to be with, yes, you're taking the time to get to know the things that mm. they like. And, and, and how to say things, how to present things in a certain way, because you know how they're going to receive it, you know, because you have experience. Like I tell them, 13 years, you know, how long have you been? I have to, and I tell people, I have 13 years experience with him. And, you know, I was like, oh, we've been together. Blah, blah, blah. Now I have 13 years experience. Mm -hmm. It's like it's because it's like a job. That's right. <laughs> you that's, know? right. that's right. That's right. And, and you get better and you get better and better. Right. Right. You know, you get better and better. And that that is so important. To, to take the years and, and you know, just to, just to share, uh, just being together for a number of years yeah. does not necess necessarily right. mean that you're growing together. Okay. okay. See, we've been together, you can say we've been together 20 years. That doesn't mean that you're growing together as 20 into 20 years. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Right. We've seen people divorcing after 25 years of marriage. And you say, how in the world could you be married that many years and get a divorce? What, what happened? You hit the you nail were... on the head when it came down to that. My mother and father divorced after 25, 26 years. See? And having said that, you know, I never thought my mother and father, it was never even a thought in my mind that my mother and father would divorce. You see, 
So that's the reason there's nothing written in stone. Mm -hmm. However, as you just stated, if that person is important enough to take the time, you know, and you, you said it best, you know, as a woman and as a wise woman, the wise woman that you are, you use the example to know how to present things to him. Oh, yes. See, oh, yes. you know, I, I, I said, I say this to my wife, I always, I always uh, categorize it correctly. I said, listen, I'm not telling you nothing. <laughs> okay, I'm not telling you nothing. <laughs> I'm suggesting, see, yes. see, see, see. Yes. I'm making a recommendation. Yes. <laughs> see, 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 you said it. See, it's positioning time. I can come mm -hmm. in and say, listen, here's what you need to do. Okay, here's what you need to do. I'm fixing to tell you what you need to do. Right, right. That ain't going over. That ain't going over so well, all right? Right, right. But when you take the time to say, I respect you as a person. I, I, I respect you as your own selves individual. Yes. And I know that you are a person and I see that. I would like to suggest, I would like to see, or what do you think about? See, see all, those, all, all, the, all these are segues into uh, sharing with the person that you love and care unconditionally this is the way to do it. Right, right. Okay. And this is how, how it's done. Okay. I'm not, I'm not telling you nothing. And my wife, you know, <laughs> another thing my grandmother, my, my godmother used to say, because my wife and I, we'd get into some arguments and you know what I'm saying? She said, she said, Ed, she said, you and Linda, she said, one of your head is like rock and the other is like granite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? I mean, okay. dumb is too hard substance. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Rock and granite. Okay. She ain't say rock and paper. Okay. She ain't say rock and paper. You know, with it rock paper shoot. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. No, she ain't said nothing that. Yeah, she, she said she rock and that. granite, hard and hard. Hard and hard. <laughs> okay. So you know, wherein my wife is not the outgoing person that I am. She's not the you know. She's not you know outgoing and all those things. Believe you me, my wife is not a pushover, okay? And as my, as my oldest daughter said, she said, no one checks my father like my mother, okay? <laughs> and I need that, I, I need that. So when we, when we talk about better half, yes. I, under, I understand that, oh, yes. okay? Yes. She is a better half of him, and he is a better half of her. Yeah. Because everything I am, everything I am, she's not. Right. And everything she's not, I am. Oh, yes. Okay. And as we say in the relationship arena, if both of us are the same, one of us is irrelevant. Mm. I like that. Okay. So it's the differences that are our strengths. Okay? Yeah. It's the different it's the differences. So you want to begin uh, to all of us and all of who will listen in and tune in today and get the replay. You want to begin to understand it's the differences. Yes. 
that we build the alliance on. It's the differences that the relationship is built on, okay? Because she brings things to the table that I'm missing. Right. Okay. And I'd be ego tripping if I didn't tell you there's things that I miss. Okay. Okay. There's things that I miss. And it, it, it's taken me some years to understand uh, what someone asked me. Uh, they, they said, if you could go into the minds, no, no, the question was this if you could go to a place where no one else could go, if you could enter into the place where people are not allowed and you could do the work in that place, she said, where would you go? What would you do? And it hit me just as soon as she said it. You know where I would go? I would go into the minds of men mm. and women. That's where I would mm. go. Okay. Ooh, what a trip. <laughs> Ooh, you, you understand? <laughs> what a trip and what a work. Do you understand? What a work. Because the work, the work is not out here. No. The work is in here. See, that's that's where the work is. So I wouldn't go to some distant land somewhere. I wouldn't go to some bank vault and try to get some warp, some money. I would go into the minds of men and women. Woo. I love it. I love it. Like you said, a journey and the work would never be, the work would be never ending. It would never, it would never end. The work it would, it would, it like would never it doesn't end. end. It'd be like the work that never ends. <laughs> you understand? It would never but end. but the thing about it is the world would be such a wonderful place. Do you understand? We 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 would make such a we would make such a powerful uh, contribution. Something came up. We would make such a powerful contribution because I'll never forget uh, what a gentleman said to me. It was, it was a kid that I was working with because I work with uh, both uh, male and females. My focus is the woman. I'm a woman's, I'm a woman's relationship empowerment coach. Yes. Okay, that's what I am and that's what I do. But a kid came to me, he was 17 at the time. And he said to me, do you think I have any value? Mm. Do you think I have any worth? And I'm like, wow. wow, he's asking me, do I think he have any value? So the first thing I ask him is why would you even ask me that? Why is your value and your worth in question in your mind? Okay, and here's what he said. He said to me, my mother and father had a one night stand and I'm a result of them coming together for one night. Okay. Wow. And in the relationship arena, you know, I love music and I love songs. You know, I'm a songstress at heart. And Luther Vandross sings a song. He said, let me hold you tight. Right. If only before one night. But one night could be a lifetime for someone, okay? So 
I respectfully urge people when, 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 when we talk about that one night, this kid is lit at that time, and that was years ago, that one night evolved into 17 years. Hmm. Yeah, you have. <laughs> yeah, you have. Remember, that, remember that thing back in the day, things that make you go, hmm. hmm. Right, right. Everything, like you said, is about value and about worth and, and, and about empathy, which we're lacking so much of in this day and time. Empathy. We don't regard someone else's feelings about something. We, we are quick to just discount how someone feels about something. But mm -hmm. it's real to them. It's their experience. You know, so we can say, hey, you know, we hear this all the time. You're being extra. Mm -hmm. Why are you being so extra? That's just mm -hmm. ridiculous. And we discount how someone feels about it. But it's real to them. Mm. And instead of us saying, you know, I'm sorry that you had that experience, we, we brush it off like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. So, so, so we have to get back to, to that space of empathy, of, to that space of valuing people. People get up and they feel purpose driven to go where they're going to their jobs and things. And if they don't feel appreciated, they begin to ask questions just like this gentleman did. Well, you know, do I have any value? Do I have any worth? Why did I get up this morning and come here if, if, if what I'm doing doesn't serve any purpose or doesn't have any meaning to anyone else? Mm -hmm. Then they begin to doubt whether it has meaning or purpose to them. Why am I even bothering this? Why do I even get up? Why, mm -hmm. why, why, why am I still alive? What is my purpose here? And then it spirals out of control from there. It spirals. So it is just, it is amazing. It's amazing. Spaces. And that, and, and that's, you know, that's the reason in relationships, I go into that space where, uh, you know, when you look at the news and you see some of the things that has happened, you know, I mean, some, some girl is drunk on the expressway and uh, kills the two state troopers and, you know, uh, a guy gets shot at 12 o'clock midnight. Every incident, it's someone's child. That's right. Every, every child came from a set of circumstances and situations in their home, in their life. Right. So when it comes down to the relationship arena, which I appreciate you and the work that you're doing, uh, we understand that there is a need for empathy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. People, like you said, people, people, someone said it like this here. People really don't care how much you know right. until they know how much you care. You know how much you care. That's okay. Right. And I care. Right. Okay. See, so in the relationship space, in the relationship arena, uh, we need to just uh, impress upon you, everyone that will hear this. Yes. People need empathy. Yes. And the other word right beside empathy is sympathy. Those are two words. That, and you, you, you want to begin to understand each of those words because they're powerful in their own right. Uh, the empathy and then the sympathy. Okay, and that is so that 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 is so important because when it comes down to uh, actually experiencing what someone has gone through, see if you haven't if you haven't gone through it, if you haven't experienced it, see 
you can't speak on it. You don't know, you don't know what they've gone through. That's right. You see. Right. See, so you have to have walked in that man's moccasins. You have to have had their experience in order to know. Right. Okay. Right. And that's the reason in our relationships, we 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 want to take the time, you know what I mean? I, you know, I, I take the time to hear what people are saying. That's why, that's the reason uh, me not getting angry is serving me so well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's serving, it's serving me because, you know, I was walking down the street one time and a guy was just talking. He was just talking about his girlfriend. He was talking about his mother, things that were going wrong. And we walked a long city block. And the only thing he told me was what was going on in his life. I didn't say a word. I, he was just talking and I was, I was just listening. And when we got to the corner, he don't know me. I don't know him to this day. I still don't know his name. But what he said to me was so powerful that I remember it to this day like it was yesterday. We got to the light. He went across the street this way and I went that way. Here's what he said to me. He said, thank you for listening. All I did was listen. Yes. And all he did was release. All he did was release. <laughs> and he you needed see? to release. You so see? he didn't carry it with him. All mm -hmm. that's in all that's all that's in relationship. Yes. All that's that's the reason, you know, I'm in it. I love it. I'll be. I'll be doing this work for the rest of my life yes. because it's all about relationship. Yes. Okay. Yes. How, how are you relating to those? You know, I define relationships like this here. How are you relating to those who are in the ship with you? Okay. Yes. Wife, cousin, children, uncle, aunt, you know, all the, you know, all those, you know, all those things, you know, how are you relating to those people that are with you in that relationship? And those are the things that when it, you know, when it comes down to my children, you know, I'm getting older now. And there was a time when, you know, uh, my children, and I, I thank the Lord for my children because my children are part of the catalyst that made me the man that I am today. Yes. Okay. And not only that, my children, my grandchildren, because I could look in the eyes of my children when they were young and what my children were really asking me and what children asked their father, what children asked their mother, and I speak from the father's perspective, is because when my children looked at me, what they're saying to me is, dad, can I trust you with my life? Because right. they, they need guidance. Yes. They need direction. You know what I'm saying? They don't need no mistakes. See, they, they don't need no mistakes. Oh, I should have, I could have. You know what I'm saying? They need direction. Yes. Okay? And that's what they were asking me. Can I trust you with my life? Yes. And now that my children are older, you know what I'm saying? My children have children. I listen at them talk sometime, and I just hear the appreciation that they share on my behalf and just the way that I handle them. 
And I was a little, I was a little rough sometimes because I was raised from the old school. You know what I mean? They, they got them stories. You know what I'm saying? I, I you know, I, I spanked some behind. I raised some cane. You know, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? My oldest son, he, he just said, he said, I realized why Dad was so hard on me. Right. You know what I'm saying? What, what he wanted from me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was like the lights just went on. You know? <laughs> for all of us through all generations because then we turn into our parents and we go oh now i get it how many times have i you get said that you oh know my what gosh, I'm my dad and my mom or when you say something that they said you're just like oh my gosh i just became my parents <laughs> so you you, under, you, see, you you hit the nail on the head you know what i'm saying my middle son my, my middle son said that he said that one time he said if i don't sound like my dad <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yes, we stepped right into it. You know, as much as I vowed I wasn't going to be like him, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And that, that was what I shared. <laughs> and that's what I, that's what I shared Father's Day. I, I said, as much as my father got on my nerves, I needed him in my life. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. And there are relationships that we need that, that help to empower us and to, to make us into the in individuals that we are. There are some that are, are missing father figures, some that may be missing mother figures, some that may have had parents that have passed on, but, but we try to glean from the relationships that we have. And we want those relationships, like you said, to be meaningful. And we mm. want them to, to, to empower and strengthen and inspire us to be better versions of ourselves. So it's important mm. that, that we're constantly looking for those types of positive relationships so that we're building and growing. Mm -hmm. Now, like I said, now honey, we can sit here and talk for a whole nother two, three hours. I know. All right? I, know. I can My do it. Is up. I can, I can <laughs> do it. Okay. But all that means is that you have to come back, you, you know, back. and that's the one thing. That's the beauty of the How Now podcast. Everyone is always welcome back because there's always something to talk about in this now, you know, and what's happening today may not be what's happening tomorrow, next week or next month or next year, but we're going to talk about it as it comes. We'll talk about it in the now. So I want to first thank you for being here, for sharing, for talking about that, for, for bringing so, one, so many wonderful, powerful points. All, you know, those who are listening to it live, those who listen to it in the replay, make sure that you have a piece of paper and a pen because we adopt some really powerful nuggets that we've talked about. You know, we've talked about higher faculties. We've talked about, you know, building alliances through our differences. We've talked about how we're relating to the people that are in our ship. I love that. Mm. I love that. I love that. And that's the one that we're doing. We're building and we're growing. So there's so much that we've learned and there's so much more that we can learn in this process. So one thing that I want to do is make sure that we tell people how they can get in contact with you, Dr. Love. How can they get in contact and, and be a part of, of you know, what it is that you're doing to, to help us to develop stronger relationships? All right. Um, you can you can reach me. My website is www.drtherealdeallove.com. Okay. Now is the word doctor just dr? Dr. Yes, dr. I'm glad you point that out. Dr. The real deal love .com. Okay. You can doctor the real deal love .com. Dr. The real deal love. That's the website. All the information is there. I tell people just to boost my rankings, Google 
Dr. The Real Deal Love because the more you Google it, the more uh, I guess it ranks me and yes. I just I just come up, you know what I'm saying? So if you Google Perfect. Dr. The Real Deal Love, I come up, all my social media has come up and that's all my social media handles, Dr. The Real Deal Love, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, that's the handle for my social media is, is Dr. The Real Deal Love. So you can get in touch with me by any of those ways. I'm looking forward to connecting with you because I oftentimes share when it comes down to relationships that have taken a negative turn, relationships that have failed, I always like to let women know that it's not your fault. There's something that you didn't know. There's something that you might have missed out on. As you said it, Ms. Kim, be kind to yourself. Be forgiving of yourself. Pick up the pieces and continue to move on. That's it. That's it. I mean, no, no wiser words were spoken. <laughs> no wiser words were spoken again. So that's www.drdrtherealdeallove.com. Make sure that you Google him, get those ratings boosted for him. And then also yes. on social media, you said IG, Facebook, Twitter, and yes. uh, LinkedIn. They can reach you at the, um, at Dr. Dr. The Real Deal Love. That's my handle. Yes. Very good. So that's the handle on everything. So we'll make sure that we put that in the, uh, you know, in the uh, advertisement for the show so that you'll have ways that they'll have a way to reach out to you and to be a part of this beautiful movement that you have for making sure that we're loving on this and that we're developing those strong relationships. Okay. Oh. Now, one more question that I ask all of my guests before we live, how are you living in this now? What are some things that you are doing to live in this new space that we're in? Ooh, oh my, that's such a wonderful question because I always say there's no other time other than now, okay? There's no other time than now. When you move into the next hour, that becomes now, okay? So I subscribe to living each day, each moment, Finding something, one, to be grateful for, just gratitude. The second is to take a moment and reflect on what can I do to make someone's life better? And then three, what can I do to enjoy the moment today? Not tomorrow, but today. Okay. So... I love gardening. I'm a gardener at heart, as, as you'll always see. You know, I, I decided on my, on my interviews and whatnot, I'll always be around some of my plants. You know, I'm always going to have them in the background because that's just my sign. Uh, I, I buy plants uh, that from the store that are dying or in bad shape. Wow. And I bring them home and I bring them to life because that's what I do with relationships. Mm. So I encourage people, I encourage people to enjoy the moment if there's something that you want to do today, go get your favorite ice cream, go get your favorite dessert, get your favorite magazine, do something to inspire you now, not tomorrow. If you just have $15 in your pocket, I was at the market the other day and I, I love interior decorating. I was at the market and I saw a magazine and I liked the kitchen and it was like $15. And that's all I had cash money. Spend it. 
Okay, don't hold out on yourself because tomorrow is not promised to you. So I say live in the moment, enjoy now, and remember there is no way to love. Love is the way. Woo, okay. And with that, there's nothing more to say. I have nothing left to say, but that will do it for this edition of the How Now podcast. Thank you again, Dr. Love, for coming on and being with me. I wish you the best in all that you are doing. And like I said, this will not be the last time that we will see you. You will be back and Mm. we'll talk some more about what's happening in this now with regards to relationships. All the best peace and blessings to you and again like i said that will do it for this edition of the how now podcast where we talk about how to live in the now and until we see you next time i say peace bye for now